Wednesday night, we had a great conversation with YSC Rugby's Wendy Young. Wendy shared her insights on uh, the Women's Premier League, Premiership Women's Rugby, USA Women's Rugby, and much more. Uh, so be sure to check out uh, that episode in your favorite podcast player. It's available already. If you are not already following us, please do so at Eagles Overseas and Rugby Morning to get future updates on future shows and news about USA Rugby, Major League Rugby, and much more. I am Bill Baker of Eagles Overseas, and my co-host is Rugby Morning's John Fitzpatrick. Good morning, Fitzy. Hey, Bill. Good morning. I'm uh, two shows in a week. In a week. This is uh, something new. Uncharted territory. Uncharted, yes. Yeah, we need to uh, talk to our agents. We need to get more money. <laughs> <laughs> Your newsletter came out this morning, uh, the Rugby Morning Newsletter, and, and we do have that rare chance where you can really explain the newsletter. Uh, so why don't you do that? Talk about the newsletter for a moment. Yeah, sure. I mean, essentially, it's just a I curate some of the top news from around the world with a focus on men's and women's eagles, major league rugby, college rugby, and look, right, everyone's got busy lives, right? So maybe you miss something on social. I like to come in, find it and then reshare it in a newsletter with the main takeaways so you feel like you're staying up to date on everything that's going on in rugby here in the U.S. Yeah, you can find it on rugbymorning.com. And what was some of the highlights from today's newsletter? Well, I think what's interesting is, um, particularly with the Rugby World Cup going on, um, you've got uh, the return of Owen Farrell for England, who was on his suspension. He was named captain. He slotted in. At 10, England's taken on Chile. Um, but I think the biggest news out of France is the fact that their star scrum half, Antoine oh, DuPont, yeah. who if you watch that France-Namibia match yesterday, I mean, France took it to him. But um, unfortunately, DuPont fractured his cheekbone in the second half. So some people are questioning what he was doing out there in, in a game that was starting to get a little lopsided. But I think right. reports suggest now that he's going to miss the rest of the World Cup. Rest of the World Cup, yeah. I saw something also about the maybe getting back into the semis. But yeah, it, that could be tough. I mean, it's if it's that bad of a break, you can't really do anything with like a plastic shield. That doesn't help any. No. So, <laughs> no. 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 And, and you know what? I, I don't like second guessing coach, coaches that much. And I think I know we all do. I know I've had some parents second guess a lot of things I've done when I'm coaching their kids, but. Um, <laughs> But you look at that, you know, it's a game, it's a match that, you know, you're playing against Namibia's second side pretty much also. Yeah, he wants to play. Of course, all the top-level athletes want to be on the field. They want to win the game for the, for their home nation. They want to play the minutes, that kind of thing. But I don't know. You pull them out after you're up 50 nothing. You know, get, get the other guys in. Uh, but, you know, you do have a limited bench at the international level. Uh, but, again, it's just – it felt like – even gets to the point where you're kind of like, you know what? Maybe it should be like the youth rules where you're up by a certain amount of points and go ahead and, and uh, you know, maybe pull two or three players. <laughs> so you're playing down a player or two. I, don't do that. I'm just saying it. Could be. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, that demeans the opponent. Obviously, you don't want to see scores get run up too high. And everyone was so competitive out there. They, they want to perform well on such a big stage. But, you know, my bigger issue is just, you know, it's such an unfortunate break for, you know, pardon the pun, the poor pun there, but like such an unfortunate situation for France, you know, they've had a number of key injuries now and for them to be the host nation, getting to the quarterfinals, to have such a big player potentially missing the rest of the tournament, and that's just unfortunate. They're still such a strong team, you know, I still think they're, they're contenders there, but uh, yeah, it's just unfortunate. It's, you know, it's the way the, this game is sometimes. 
No, it's it's waited a lot of times. Uh, what's the game? What's the match you're looking forward to the most this weekend? Ooh, B. Ooh, wee. There's a, a lot of good ones. I think, obviously, a lot of people are very excited about that Ireland-South Africa match. Um, I think both, yeah. uh, you know, have a, have a shot here going all the way. You know, I think the winner of this match will probably win the pool, um, particularly with South Africa. You know how they're going to play that 7-1 split. You know, oh, that's yeah. so much – that bench split that is so much fun. But, you know, I think the other matches that I'm pretty excited about for this weekend are – you know, seeing how Samoa performs against Japan, I think Samoa can can win. Um, oh, sorry, I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm jumping ahead. Sorry, you jump ahead. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Scotland Tonga should be an interesting match. I think that's the one I was trying to key on. That'll be fun to watch. England Chile will be interesting. You know, you love these quote unquote tier two nations and seeing how well they've performed uh, this year. And I think the most interesting one potentially is that Wales Australia one. The, the loser, oh, if yeah. Australia loses this one, you know, they're not, they're done, right? I don't think they get out of that pool at all. Um, for them to bring on Eddie Jones and, uh, you know, right before they host the Rugby World Cup in 2027, for them not to get out of a pool, that would be a pretty devastating blow for them. So there's a lot of interesting storylines this weekend. Yeah, and uh, indeed. And, and outside of the Rugby World Cup, the Men's World Cup, um, some women's sevens news you posted in the newsletter this morning about uh, USA uh, to compete in the Fiji Invitational. What do you have about yeah. that? Yeah, that's really neat because it's, I guess it's kind of like the final tune-up um, ahead of the, the rebranded sevens uh, season that's coming up. Um, so USA, yeah, they'll be traveling uh, to, to Fiji, that Invitational there, uh, to take on um, some nations in, in that part of the world. Again, the U.S. women's sevens, they're in a good spot, right? They've already qualified for the Paris Olympics. And honestly, Bill, I think all of us, I think the expectation, and we've talked to a few of the sevens players, is they want a medal. And not just medal, they want to they win the gold. And I think they've got a real good, real good shot. But I think yeah. what I'm most excited about, and the first name that I looked, Alona Marr. Yeah. She's back on the on the roster. So that's great to see considering she had that injury. And we talked to her a few months, I think a few weeks after the injury happened. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And she shared with us that it was the first time she's had a major injury, right? And so just the, you know, the physical and mental, really just like dealing with um, a major injury and a major setback. Yeah, It's good to see that she is fit and healthy enough that, you know, she's been selected for this traveling roster. So that, that I think that's good news. Jazz Gray, she was injured too. She's coming back. She's got, you know, she's got wheels. She can fly. So for those two big stars to be introduced back onto the roster, that's got to be exciting, you know, as we really look forward to the mm-hmm. Paris Olympics. And yeah, again, I think they got a real good shot at, at, you know, a gold medal here. Yeah, I do too. And it's it's great to see Ilana and, and Jazz Gray. I like seeing Jazz Gray in the mix, you know, basically the future of, of this team, you know, uh, it's great having her uh, back on, and and so she's so fast too. I love watching her play. Uh, and and our guest on Wednesday night, um, you know, Wendy uh, Young came on. And she talked a bit about Emily Bidwell's uh, yep. influence on this team. So it's good to see her getting this going. I, what, what is this? Her second second year in um, at the helm? Yeah, I think into the second, going into the third, perhaps. Yeah, Tom's been warped the last few years. <laughs> Yeah, I know it. So, uh, you know, I and I and you look at what what coaches can do if they have more time. You know, I I feel bad. I, I a little feel bad for guys like Scott Lawrence, 
you know, Milton Haig coming in now as interims, you know, because I don't know, Scott's taking it as the men's side, the men's 15 size, taking it as, you know, uh, this is my this is my job. This is it. I'm, this is my program. I'm going to run it whether I'm here for five years or here for five months. So I love that. So but to have that weight off your shoulders like Emily has, I think helps, you know, yeah, less pressure to go. If you look at this roster for this Fiji Invitational, I mean, there's some big names on here, and this looks like the the roster that's going to go to to Paris. Cheddar Emba's on there, Kelter's on there, Tapper, Kristen Thomas, Kershey, Ramsey, Sammy Sullivan, Lauren Doyle, mm-hmm. Summer Harris Jones, just to name a few of them. Like, if everyone stays healthy, and that hopefully that's the case, not going wood. This is a really strong, really strong squad. Yeah, indeed. You know, and and I'm pumped. I can't wait to see that. Hopefully, it's it's broadcasted over here. I, I can't see why it wouldn't be, or at least streamed online. So we definitely got to check that out. TBD, uh, TBD, TBD. Yeah. Hey, let's let's pivot a bit. You know, one thing we talked about Wednesday night also was the WPL. The final weekend is coming up. Uh, you mentioned in there about week thirteen recap uh, last week. This is week fourteen coming up. Who do you have, man? You, I mean, I know I've watched a couple matches, and and they're hard to see online, but in person, I've seen Beantown play. They, some of these teams after this weekend will be missing some of their you know international players as they're heading over to Ireland or to Wales, or they're missing this weekend. So Beantown has a chance to move into second place over Colorado with Colorado mm-hmm. being off this week. Uh, I don't know. Do you have much uh, many eyes on this league on, on these on these teams? Any thoughts about how this is going to finish? What, what I think is great about this year is you mentioned eyes on this team is that. Um, uh, the games are shown, I think, rebroadcast on YouTube, right? So, again, just any opportunity for, for fans to be able to watch um, is key. You know, you, you bring up the, the regular season. The, you know, Berkeley has the number one seed. I think they've had that locked down um, for a little bit. And depending on how things shake out this weekend, you know, two, three, and four are kind of up in, up in the air with Colorado. Mm-hmm. has it at two spot right now I, I know you're a big beantown fan i mean that's your, <laughs> that's your area there so you tell me is beantown uh how are they going to face this uh how are they going to fare this weekend well i mean you look at some of the players are losing already you know jenny cronish is gone you know you a couple players there i think it was uh who else is on the team i think it's uh what is her name it'll come to me in about eight minutes down here <laughs> but uh you, you know you're done you know page you know they're they're going, so it's going to be tough. Although we, we one thing we mentioned with Wendy Wednesday night, and again, if you're tuning in, listening online, um, that podcast with Wendy is available on the US Rug, US Rugby Happy Hour Live podcast. You can listen to what how, what she says about it. Lots of information from Wendy is great. Berkeley All Blues only have one international player on their roster, but you know they have international level players, mm-hmm. and, and some just maybe not able to commit to um, you know going overseas because of jobs or whatever else. So. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's 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 it's. I, I think Beantown may be out. You know, I want to see them win, but we losing that those those players. It's going to be tough on them. You could see maybe a Berkeley and Colorado um, final, especially Carly Waters, um, who will be gone also from Colorado. So they're going to get hit as well. So yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm still cheering for Beantown for my uh, my Bush's baked beans sponsored <laughs> Beantown. <laughs> <laughs> Moving away from WPL. Yeah. Uh, what else you got? Anything else uh, exciting to share about? Yeah, let's 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 stick on the women's Eagles here for a second, yeah. right? So we know that we know that this build up is for the WXV two competition, which is taking place in October in South Africa here in a, in a few weeks. And right now, 
Uh, they're training in Dublin, Ireland, which is awesome. And they're going to be scrimmaging against um, the Irish team and then prepping yeah. to take on Wales next weekend. Um, you know, one awesome that they're able to get some more time together. Right. And I think that's kind of a big issue oh, yeah. across the board for USA rugby is just, you know, time together. And it's great that so many of the women's Eagles are playing overseas and in, in the premiership there. Um, but it's good that they can train against Ireland. That Wales match is going to be really interesting. I want to talk about that yeah. because USA right now is ranked seventh in the world. Wales is ranked sixth in the world. They're just the women's Eagles are just you know a couple spots you know underneath. Let's call it what you know tier one, right? The, the top right. three and they're right there. Yep, they're right there, right? But it seems like there's been um, maybe not meeting expectations over the last couple of years. Um, so I think this, you know, we talked with Wendy about this too on Wednesday. This Wales match will be a good barometer for where the current currently the team is, and then mm-hmm. you know what we may expect to see from them going into this WV WXV. I struggle to say that. I know. <laughs> um, you know, the tier two competition there in South Africa, because they're going to be taking on the likes of like Italy and Samoa. And I think um, I'm blanking on the other one, but teams that historically we match up really well against and yeah. probably should win. Right. Uh, absolutely. I think we should, we should win all three of those matches. And you remember we played Wales last year, during the premiership uh, alliance premier season for Wales warm up for I think they were facing somebody they're the Six Nations that's right uh, Wales was getting ready for their Six Nations and they played USA in kind of a friendly mm-hmm. and there were all alliance premiership players and a couple of other players came in from overseas and we beat them probably easier than I expected it to happen but uh, again this that was a warm up match for Wales as well so who knows who who mm-hmm. they had out there but that kind of stuff is promising I, I can't imagine. We're too close to Wales to lose this match. And and one of the questions I want to have for, for Milton going into this is how important this match is for him. Yeah, You know, it, uh, Wendy said it was really, really important to kind of set that trend, win this match, go into South Africa riding a high saying, yep, we just we just took out one of the, uh, mm-hmm. the team ranked next to us. And now let's go down there and, and prove that we should be in tier one. Absolutely. And, you know, what's interesting, too, is that, uh, you know, because – a number of nations, right? England, Wales, now France, are starting to professionalize, right? So some some of the women are getting paid, right? They're they're signing you know full time right. contracts. There's a few other kind of like on some part time stuff. So you so you can see how there's kind of this golf that's this wedge that's forming where more unions are putting and rightfully so putting more money and resources into women's rugby. I mean, you can see with the Red Roses how well they're performing. Mm-hmm. Canada, right? Like they're a top-notch squad. That is another nation where the last few years they've, they've seemed to be able to to perform really well against the USA. But for for the US and Canada to really make that leap up and you know challenge to, to win a rugby world cup, there needs to be more money and, and resources flowing in, into the game. And I think the other nations starting to see it again. Wales starting to, to pay the players. England already has a number of players yeah. on on full time contracts. I think we're we're getting there in in the U.S. I think there's the recognition like that needs to happen. Um, otherwise, we're gonna you know kind of fall back or fall behind maybe as as a way to put it. Yeah, and you know one of the things I asked I was going to ask um, well, we're we're definitely going to ask Milton 
um, the differences between the American uh, development program and New Zealand's. Yeah. You know, they, there is that that league they have down there, a four-team league where it's um, – I'm not even going to try to pronounce it right now, but it's, it's basically super rugby for four teams, and you know darn well all four teams are loaded with black fern quality or, mm-hmm. or qualified talent. Four teams. And, you know, you look at the United States, we have, what, uh, 10 WPL teams or eight can we do something like that? Can we get it down to four teams or something? Not not to dismantle WPL. I love it. Maybe have another branch, another league, and then you pull together these players and maybe bring them back at a more professional level, bring them back from Europe uh, to join whatever league it is above WPL or WPL becomes that league, and then you have a, a sister league with the, the other teams. Um, so it's there. And the potential is there for us. It's just money. Like you just said, we need money. We got a lot of questions to ask Milton when he when he can join us next week. <laughs> are, are you writing this down? <laughs> I hope so. Hey, you know, let's let's keep with USA for a moment longer. Um, I, I'm actually really excited. I guess Hope Rogers. I, I spoke with her yesterday. She's actually not certain she, she if she's going to be able to return for South Africa. Um, mm. I, I think she's still a bit nicked up. Um, she's hoping to be playing, yeah. um, but she's not 100 percent certain yet either. So I she's huge for us. But she's also been out of form for a while. We've been injured. You know, what impact would she have coming in right away without even playing any games with, with Exeter? So that, there's that issue. Kate Zachary, I think, is still the key uh, for leading this team. Uh, we laughed about the other night. Uh, where is she going to play? I know Rich puts her at certain places, but now Milton's going to have her next week. So does Milton put her? I don't know. You gotta, I guess you got to see who's available. You know, she's not yep. going to play. She's not going to prop. Hope, <laughs> but you can put her out there. I think she gets lost. I think she gets lost in the wing. But she can score tries out there. But she's just so strong, maybe in the centers or loose forward. Uh, either one of those, and I'm losing my voice. Yeah, that's why I'd love to see her. Uh, yeah, have you thought about any other players along the way that like I'm excited to see that one get out there? Yeah, I think we're all optimistic that Hope Rogers can can be in form and be healthy. And if she's not, then you know, make sure she is. She gets fit and ready to go, and it's an opportunity for you know, obviously, for other players to step up and perform well. I think um, when we spoke on Wednesday, uh, Wendy Young highlighted a couple of players joining from the WPL who are kind of standouts. I think the one was Paige Statopoulos. Statopoulos. Yeah, I tried saying it. I think that is Greek, but Greek, you know, yeah. she was one that Wendy had mentioned. Again, she's one of your, your Beantown uh, players. Excited yep. to see what she'll be able to do. And Yija Dunn, I believe that was another one. Yaja yep. Dunn, she's another Beantown WPL player. You know, So opportunities uh, for her to perform well. You know, it's, again, just game time, right? Meaningful yeah. game time, I think, is important. And... Also, if you look at the rest of the roster, there's a couple other players on here who are coming from PR7s, which has been great to see. There's a couple of young college players from the, the U23 program. Um, yep. Olivia Leatherman, Notre Dame College. Like, That's good to see that the, the pipeline is there and there's some new, fresh faces coming into the mix because injuries happen. And, you know, um, yeah. you got to make sure that you have players who are ready to step in if need be. Yeah, and a couple of names we need to look out for. Um, Sakapola, Sakapolu, yeah. sorry. Uh, May, I'm excited about her. She's yeah. got a couple caps already. Um, killed it in U23s, did well with the senior side. I'm excited about that future with her. You look at, uh, who's the other one? Uh, Eddie. Eddie, uh, Eddie. Yep, just Eddie. Uh, for, <laughs> she plays with Sales Sharks. Her second year with Sale. Uh, Sakapolu was with Lester Tires, a brand new team. A lot of support behind them. 
she's going to grow. Both of them are going to grow quite a bit. And I'm wondering if uh, Georgie Periellis is uh, per- Jeez, I can't talk today. Uh, Paris Redding's sister, India, is USA qualified. Oh, yeah. Why, think, why wouldn't she? Be yeah. There? Well, yeah. I don't know. Maybe residence, but then you know, did Georgia go to school? I don't know. Yeah, I would assume yeah. same situation. So keep an eye out for India. If she's good, she'll maybe get a chance with USA. And then, and then others who I think will be big for this USA performance will be Gabby Cantorna. Obviously, she's been around a while. Yeah. Uh, Rachel Johnson's going to be huge. Uh, who else? Well, if you look, if you look at the roster, Summer Harris Jones, who uh, the sevens, she's on that Fiji Invitational roster, and she's also named oh, yeah. the WXV only, you know, in October. So, you know, that's inter- interesting to see. You know, we talked a little bit about that with some other coaches, just you know, what that crossover looks like between sevens and, and fifteens. So that that'll be an interesting development to watch. And one thing to watch this weekend, um, and I know I don't see her on the roster, do I? Um, Jojo Kitslinski, yeah. she's playing with the Barbarians tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Which is outstanding. She she's going to be. Let's see, one, two, three. She'll be the seventh USA women to play for Barbarians. You know, great for her. Uh, the last time in 2019 with Ashley Beard, and before that in 2021, we had four players. Sarah Levy, who's back with the team on the training squad. Yeah. Uh, Blue Matatoga, Hope Rogers, and Alicia Washington. Good to see Alicia in there and as um, injury reserve. I'd love to see her get back into the mix as far as uh, first team selections. But yeah, I mean those three, and then after that, Jessica Wooding was the very first player to play for the the Babas uh, mm-hmm. in 2018 against the British Army. She actually scored a try in that match as well. So great to see. Uh, I love this whole barbarian situation for the women. It was about time they got this team going. Um, so great to see her get that that that. Uh, God, I'm mixing my words today. Great to see her get that experience. But I'm wondering if she's done as far as yeah, international well, play. Yeah, that's a good, you know, it's a good question that, yeah, I forgot she's playing Barbarians this weekend, but you would think she would be on that the extended roster for WXV. And who knows, you know, depending on, you know, availability and injuries, I got to imagine she's on that short list. Yeah, absolutely. I'm actually excited. You talked about seventh players a minute ago. I'm excited about Summer Harris Jones out there. I think she'll do great. Um, she's excited, and she's been on our show. Anyone wants to check that yeah. out? Check out the podcast. Yeah. A couple more things before we wrap things up. There was something else you listed on there. Oh yes, the fastest collegiate rugger. What's that about? <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that post. Um, uh, Wendy shared it, but it was from the U.S. Women's Rugby Foundation. I guess they're trying to celebrate, and they want to they're launching a contest to find the fastest player in college rugby. <clears throat> so I'm not exactly sure, <clears throat> excuse me, how they're doing it, but it looks like they're having people submit, uh, players submit their times hmm. in the hundred yards <clears throat> and the 50 yards. And I guess from, from there, they'll come up with a short list, but you know, I'd love to see like video of it. If they have like 10 finalists, yeah, and you know we get to see them race each other or something like that. But um, I'm curious to know who the fastest player is and and who's going to fill this out. Yeah, exactly. I was wondering if they just self submitted their times. Yeah, I'm the fastest. <laughs> you know, they break it down by position too. Like, are you the fastest scrum half? Are you the, f- the fastest flanker? Oh, I'm intrigued yeah. by this. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, all right, let's wrap things up here. Uh, one thing I want to say this weekend, if you're if you're tuning in or want to tune into rugby, there's a S ton of rugby this weekend. We get the men's okay. World Cup in about um, 18 minutes. Argentina plays Samoa. 
on Peacock. Uh, I've, I've been tuning in so many of these matches. It's just, it's just crazy. Later today, um, the kicking off the Alliance Cup over in Europe, Exeter Chiefs faced Worcester Warriors, and in that match, Olivia Ortiz is starting for Exeter. Uh, the others are, are not playing right now. They're up in camp in Ireland, or Hope Rogers is recovering or hopefully coming back. I haven't seen a stream for that. I wouldn't be surprised if there is one, especially if it's at Exeter. I, I, I didn't look that up. They usually do a live stream for their own games. And then tomorrow, obviously, we, I was going to ask Milton about Georgia versus Portugal, but we'll do that another time. Uh, <laughs> uh, Leicester Tigers play Sale Sharks in the Alliance Cup as well. Uh, Lisa Washington and uh, Katana Howard are playing in that match, so check that out. Hopefully that's online as well. And later in the day, we got Saracens versus Harlequins Alliance Cup. Lottie Clapp is not playing in that match. She's not with the team with USA either. She's playing. She's joining the team down in South Africa later. So there is that match. There is, however, Premiership Cup action going on. It's Coventry versus Hartbury University. And Patty Ryan of the USA men's team is starting. He's starting all three matches. They're actually one-on-one. They defeated the Saracens in the first match of the year and tied Harlequins last week. Um, Patty playing all 80 minutes of both matches. So, again, uh, unfortunately, most of those matches are not online or not streamed. So check that out. If you can find it somewhere, go for it. And then my match of the week for the World Cup is that South Africa, South Africa versus Ireland match, which I'm pumped oh, yeah. for. So, unfortunately, a little day drinking is involved. So, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, well, uh, you know, my wife might not be too happy with me at five o'clock, but <laughs> I'll be better. I'll be nice. So that's it. Anything else you want to share, Fitzy? Oh, that's it. It's, it's another jam-packed weekend, as you said. S-ton. S-ton. Again, check out Rugby Morning online. Go to the, the Instagram, um, uh, Twitter mostly, and subscribe to the newsletter. Uh, today's quick question this morning was, what was it, Fitzy? My question was, do you think um, Antoine Dupont's going to miss the rest of the, the tournament? And I think that question's been answered, but he might be back, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I believe I answered no, just because it's the World Cup. They yeah. do everything they can to get back, and he's yeah. too he's too important for that team. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so they're gonna they're gonna he's gonna look like a mummy out there. He's got like a, a scrum cap over his face. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's it. Let's wrap it up. I appreciate you all listening in. Have a great weekend and enjoy your rugby. Remember, there's s tons of it. Go for it. <laughs>